People, welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. As always, man, I am your host, the sexy one, the only one, Arsenio. And you know what? Today, man, I got myself a list. I've compiled a list of something that I've been listening to, of course, on, what is it, this application where I can listen to, like, free audiobooks. It's kind of like audible.com, but yeah, it's a little bit better because, again, I don't have to listen to, um, I don't have to pay that much. But anyways... This book has been unreleased, and I don't know how this specific website ended up picking up this book, but I'm so glad it did, because Napoleon Hill has written so many different books in terms of uh, him interviewing Andrew Carnegie, um, and just and just so many books in general. I didn't know how many books he actually had written, and so when I came across this book and I was listening to it, there was chapter three, and then chapter three... There was a very, very specific, a very, 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 very specific, um, it, it was very good because I realized that a lot of people lack tactfulness, and so he compiled a list of about 20 different things, 22, 23, yeah, it just all depends, but you know what, I'm gonna repeat these out loud, and then I'm gonna give you a story, then I want you to indicate and figure out which ones you lack, and then, of course, how can we go about getting you out of that nasty lifestyle because tactfulness i have to say about 95 percent of the population on planet earth lack tactfulness because there are these numbers these specific numbers that if you are suffering from one hey that means you're lacking tactfulness and so if we look at everyone around the world i'm talking about all the people all the the, the actors the actresses the pseudo psychologists the, the the all those the entrepreneurs you name it a lot of them lack these. So I'm going to give you this list. Number one, carelessness in the tone of voice, often speaking in antagonistic tones that often offend. I mean, you guys pretty much know that person that does that, right? It's kind of like condescending. Who was the, uh, oh, there we go. Okay, so there was a show that uh, I watched. Uh, and of course, it's an NFL show. They have these three guys on there, but there's a host. I forgot what her name is, something Thompson. But she speaks in such antagonistic tones, in such a condescending tone that offends me. And the way she speaks to these Hall of Famers, these legends of the NFL League, um, is just disgusting. I can't believe she even still has a job. But the way she speaks over them, the way she offends them, the way she tells them this and that, and it's just, she's just, she always believes she's so right. So what do I do? I never watched it again. I never watched it again because I don't like those types of human beings. I think it's repugnant, and I think, again, she falls into the category of lacking tactfulness. Now, of course, you guys probably know someone, or maybe you're even suffering from something, whereas you're, you speak in antagonistic tones, and you speak, you know, um, it, it's kind of like the lady on the bus just about four days ago, and that, this was actually really, really funny, and I'm going to tell my students about it. Um, what is it uh, in class today? But... I was talking to her, and there was this lady in the, you know, in the bus, and I got on with my bag, with my luggage, a suitcase, small one, doesn't really matter. Now, she was saying, ka, 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 ka means basically, it's like, I like, ha, that means what, but ka makes it polite. She said it to all the Thai people. She looked at me, I gave her the money, she slammed, I wouldn't say slammed, but she put it very firmly into my hand, and then she demanded me to put my bag over there near the monk. What I'm not supposed to do. First and foremost, you have to ask nicely. If you ask nicely, she could have said, uh, katona kat, meaning, excuse me, uh, kapow, meaning bag, can you please put it over there? She could have done that, but she was like, nya, 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 nya. 
And then I literally just lost it. Now, of course, I thought that was the self-control, but it was well-deserved. I felt so good because people can now see that if someone speaks of ill tone to you, the only way this universe can conspire uh, uh, sanity is by you retorting in the same fashion. Now, a lot of people would say, no, well, you know, treat people the way you would like to be treated. Nope, nope, that's not how this world works out here in Thailand. If you speak to me very nasty, uh, nastily, I'm going to become the devil. And you know what? That was one of the best moments of my time out here in Thailand because I basically put my foot down and say, listen, but, but based on the color of my skin, I don't give a damn, but you will not mistreat me. No, I will not do as you say. I'm going to do what I want to do. Now, you could have asked very nicely, and of course, I could have said something. But I did not want to prolong that. I just told her to get the hell away from me. And she tried saying something else, and I just ran over her tongue. I was like, and I said, get the hell away from me. And then when the monk went outside, of course, the bus, I had a big smile on my face, and I sat down with my bag. She wanted me to put my bag unattended by a guy. Have you lost your damn mind? You see what I mean? Now, again, a lot of you would say, oh, Arsenio, you know, that's that self-control. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But in that moment, I stood up to Thai society. In that moment... Over six years, I've been walked all over these people based on the color of my skin. I will no longer allow that to happen. And that was that moment. If you, listen, I could be the nicest guy. I could be a coach, a mentor. Of course, that's what I am. But I could be a pure devil. I could come straight from the gates of hell. Just just be nice. I love tactfulness. Now, if you lack it, I'm going to tell you you lack it. And I'm going to tell you how you lack it based on predicated on how you respond to me. So, guys, with that being said, and then, of course, right after that, boom, let it go. It's all done. She could have looked at me all she wanted. Doesn't matter. But I actually had to win that argument over you just so you can realize speaking to black people like that is unacceptable in the world. Done. Now, that was a long story. Oh, my God. Now, number two, speaking out of turn when silence would be more appropriate. These are people in the movie theaters. These are people at funerals. These are people, whereas... Silence is more appropriate. They continue to speak. I guess you could say a lot of students suffer from they lack this type of uh, tactfulness because they always speak out of tone or they speak out of turn. Now, are you one of those people that speak out of turn? Number three, interrupting others who are speaking. Now, (laughs) this is obviously Gary Vee, right? And that's the first person I thought about. I was like, oh, my God, Gary Vee interrupts all the time, of course. That is one of the most significant problems in society because we don't want to hear. And, of course, Gary Vee says, oh, I already know what you're going to think. Say this, that, that. I understand, but you have to allow the person to finish. If they don't finish, that's why if you actually watch the Gary Vee and Tony Robbins one together, it was just a constant interruption. Nothing got sorted out. There was no value, no nothing. It was completely pathetic. Why? Because one wanted more power over the other. That was the alpha, the alpha mask, which a lot of men suffer from. So that is horrific. You guys are going to have to bomb that as soon as possible. Number four, overworking the personal pronoun. I, 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 I. I'm getting better at this. You know, when I actually went out to dinner, what is it, last Monday, with uh, my new friend. She is awesome. She's really funny. I'm so happy. I'm finally putting fun and hobbies into my, as you guys heard on my circle of life, I'm finally implementing it into my schedule. And... She, you know, I, I was I was trying to ask her questions. So if I told her a story, I related it to her and I say, How about you? And then I asked those follow up questions. 
and you know developing those empathic listening skills it means everything in the world so that is uh, i don't nor i normally don't speak and bouse my of course not credentials hell no credentials mean jack shit i'm talking about i don't bouse what i've been through but people would get very irritated in terms of that there was a girl named elsie that i used to talk to until i completely got her got rid of her out of my life that was like two early 2015 about four years ago and I remember I was just trying to help her because, I mean, she would just show up to work. She was always angry. She was fat. She was out of shape. She was just, oh, my God. If you talk about this list of 25, man, she was in dog shit trouble. Like, she was lacking in so many areas that it was shocking. And next thing you know, she was like, hey, I don't give a damn if you've done this. I don't give a damn if you've done that. And she just, she was just so snappy. So finally... Got rid of her because, again, I don't like having that type of baggage, especially that Las Vegas baggage. No offense to my folks out there in Las Vegas, but a lot of people don't have much going for themselves out there. I don't give a damn if you're a doctor, a nurse, or this or that. You haven't seen the goddamn world. If I'm over here trying to help you or say, look, look what I'm doing. Look what, you know, this or that. That's why I no longer try converting people. I say, hey, this is who I am. If you don't like it, bye. If you want to ask me questions, come on in. Like, it was a guy on Instagram. Big shout out to him. Uh, he ended up getting in touch with me, and I have to write him a very long story. That's why I haven't responded. But uh, he was asking me, he's like, man, I saw what you wrote uh, on Eric Thomas's page. And again, it was inspiring because Eric Thomas was like, dude, my motivation was that I had to eat out of trash cans when I was 16. And so I posted that, and then I gave him my story. He's like, holy shit, dude, you got me fired up, you know, because he's so excited because what I had to tell him and what I've been through. And then he asked me a couple of other questions, and I haven't responded yet because this is one of the longest stories, and of course it's going to take a lot of thumbing. But um, yeah, I love those type of questions. But I'm not boasting, and I'm not boasting anything. I'm not saying, yeah, you know, I've been to Hong Kong. I do this. I do that. No, no. I've enabled myself to deliver as much value to people around the world as I can, and within these borders. To whereas. With these visa complications that I always have to go through, I got to do some traveling. I do my Spartan races. I do my traveling. I want to see worlds. I want to generate new ideas. I want to I want to immerse myself in new cultures and new things and learn a lot of new things. This is why I want to go to Egypt. This is why I want to go to Fiji this year. You see what I mean? That doesn't mean I'm bousting it. I'm not saying, yeah, I graduated from Harvard. I'm better than you. No, motherfucker. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying what I've been through through my experience. Yeah, I'm bouncing that I've had racial hatred spewed at me for 30 years. Ta-da! Stupid. Anyways, another rant. Okay, so <laughs> number five. Asking impertinent questions generally to impress others. All right, so this could be, again, a lot of people who go to university, a lot of people who use big words, a lot of people would, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh what is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that movie? Burning After Reading. They were at this little get-together, right? And you get all these people wearing these tuxedos and all these people with the fake laughs. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, and he's like, so what is it you do? That's what Americans ask right off the bat, right? And and then you tell them, and they're like, yeah, well, uh, I'm a you know, I'm a doctor. <laughs> you know what I mean? They ask those questions to impress others. Why, by retorting what they do. You see what I mean? That is ridiculous. Get rid of it. Number six, injecting intimately personal subjects into conversations where such actions are embarrassing to others. Guys, don't talk about super personal things on the table, okay? Kevin Hart's made so many 
funny jokes and you know whereas you know there's a double day and then a girl ends up saying well you don't do this when we're in the you know what i mean don't do that you lack tactfulness okay going where one has not been invited if you just show up to a place where you haven't been invited not gonna work bouncefulness like i've already told you i see this a lot out there in america okay uh i see this a lot in society i mean you see it in dubai you know what I mean? Uh, you see it out here in Thailand. People drive these cars, and they do these, and they buy these things, and all these things. And you understand what I'm saying? Just to impress others. You're lacking tactfulness. Making personal calls at inconvenient hours, okay? If you're one of those guys where your girlfriend dumped you and you're trying to call her in the wee hours of the morning, man, get yourself together. Holding people on the telephone with needless conversation. This is why my best friend, on you know, my friend Andre... Childhood friend, known since 1999, a good 20 years already, you know? Uh, at the same time, he does call me and he talks about, like, Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, Andre, listen, if I was, if I was like, 12 years old, this would be cool. But I got things I got to do, okay? I could write a blog in the time. You're ch- I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? I mean, it's cool, Andre. But tell me about how you're going to get better. How are you going to get better this year in your life? How's your family doing? How can you become a better husband, a better this or that? You know what I mean? I don't give a damn about no stupid-ass cartoons. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andre, you know, but I'm just saying, I ain't got no time for that. Now, if I'm walking, if I'm walking in the middle of the desert and I have nothing to do and no one to talk to, okay, Andre, all right, but if I'm on a commute or something like that, sometimes people just call me when they want, I'm like, stop calling me. Anyways, okay, so there it is, volunteering opinions when not requested, especially on subjects where they're not familiar. Okay, this happens basically all the time, and I don't know. Who cares? Uh, number 12, openly questions the soundness of opinions of others. That's not good. All right? So you're questioning other people's opinions. Hey, it is an opinion. If they have an opinion, hey, hey, I don't like black people because of this. Okay, that's your opinion by all means. Now, if it's, you, you believe it's probably going to help you, but hey, I believe it's going to hurt you. But again, that's just an opinion. Got it? Declining requests from others in an arrogant manner. This happens a lot in corporate America. They say, oh, yeah, uh, I don't need to do that. Oh, my God. You know, I, and I've actually seen this in a lot of the business book videos that I've actually been teaching out of. There's always that guy at IT that says, oh, I'm already on a project. I don't have time to do that. That's very arrogant. You need to say, listen, I'm on a project, but you know what? I'm going to help you as soon as I get a chance, okay? There you go. Always come up with the solution. If you don't, you suck. Anyway, speaking disparagingly, okay, of people. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, to speaking, yeah, speaking disparagingly of people in front of their friends. All right, so if you start, oh my God, I think this has happened enough. Well, maybe back in the day. But if you start acting ignorant or if you start, what is it? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I had a student, a student that was end, ended up being like extremely two-faced. It, but what she would do, she would do, she would say some really, really ignorant shit. But of course, it's Thailand and whatnot. But let's just say we're in a class of six, and then we're just having a discussion. She would ask a stupid question. Then she tried asking another question to get me mad, and she knows that that would probably tick me off. But of course, I never let her rule or you know control me over that, and I should have after that. 
moment. I should have never taught her again for as long as I live. I should have known she was a two-faced brat, and she ended up being a two-faced brat. Who cares? Uh, that was last month or November. I can't remember. But um, yeah, yeah. So speaking, trying to like trying to ask questions to make you mad in front of other people. Blech. All right, nasty. Are you suffering from it? Number 16, speaking of people's physical inflictions in their presence. Number 17, correcting subordinates and associates in the presence of others. A girl I work with, I won't name her, but she, um, another girl that who is below who, who I actually teach, she's like, did you see what happened Saturday? She was saying it in like Thai, but I understood. And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, she was talking to me in front of all those parents like that. And that, I was like, yeah, well, you remember what happened to me last time when I was at the printer? Remember, she was like, oh, you don't write in the back of the paper. You need to write down the lesson. I'm like, shut the fuck, man. You get, you pay me dog shipper. I'm going to do what I want to do. How about that? And after that, I hadn't sp- spoken to her for about six months because I was going to cuss her monkey ass out. Listen, if you keep nitpicking, I will blow up. This is why I say I'm going to teach and do whatever I want whenever I want. If you don't like it, bye. This is how it works. You're not paying me a, a goddamn thing to do otherwise. So, again, man, if you got to handle something with anyone, you don't do it in front of people. If you're trying to make a mockery out of someone, regardless of whatever business sector you're in, you are not a leader. You are a coward, period. But you could change that by noticing. You notice now. Arsenio has called me a coward. Let me fix that up. Yeah, next time, hey, John, can I speak to you in the other room? Sure. Then you have your conversation in there. Do not point out all the negatives too. Now, of course, I've covered that in other podcasts and whatnot. But again, very, very important. Complaining uh, when requests for favors are refused. Presuming upon friendship and asking for favors. Using profane or offensive language. Yes, I've said it a couple times, but I don't say it over and over and over. People complain about Gary Vee saying it, but you know what? If you don't like Gary Vee saying it, stop watching Gary Vee. You can watch Joel Esteen. There are a lot of other people out there who do not speak with profane language, if that just tickles you. It's funny when Americans actually say... Oh, you know, he said this, or, you know, you say bad language, but at the same time, you know, I mean, the N-word is used just about everywhere. <laughs> if it's not on the news, if it's in daily life, it's if it's in rural America, it's like, seriously, okay, so it's bad to say profane, but it's okay to use the N-word. Anyways, America. Okay, so, uh, let's see here, expressing dislikes too freely. Yeah, you don't want to always be negative, especially, you know what I mean? Like, this is why I suck as a host. If some of my friends come here to Thailand, they say, what should I do? I'm like, oh, don't come here. You know what I mean? Because why? Because I know how it is out here. You know, I know that taxi drivers, I know that people are out to get these tourists. And they would be out to get my friend. And I'm not particularly fond of that. So, I try not. If I go out with a friend, they say, hey, let's go walk around. I would end up just... You know, oh my God. So that that's why I just kind of keep it on my own here. You know, if I go out with another Thai friend, that's cool. I just mind my own business, have a conversation, ignore everything around me. That's perfectly fine. But if a friend comes here, whereas I have to look everywhere, uh, places that I don't normally look on a daily basis when I go walking, it could become a problem because then I'm going to get these looks. I'm going to get those eyeballs on me and I'm not trying to look at those types of people because I know what they – I know how they're looking at me. So anyways, I just – that's why I, expressing dislikes, the way I avoid it is just by – I don't make eye contact with anyone out here. 
If I'm walking by a lot of women out here in Thailand, I don't look at them for uh, not a god. I I just don't because I know they're either going to grab their purse and put it towards their right side or they're going to end up, you know, giving me a dirty look or who knows, who knows. So this is why I don't make eye contact with anyone when I walk by people. That's it, you know, and I'm so used to that. I don't look at every soul who I walk by. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's just me, guys. That's just me. Plus, Thailand is a very jam-packed city. I mean, not Thailand. Bangkok is a very jam-packed city, so there are people walking everywhere. So when I walk, man, I'm out. I'm out and about. Get the hell away from me. I'm trying to do things. You can look at me all you want, but hey, I don't give a damn. I need to hurry up and get my thing done. You see what I mean? So anyways, that's just my opinion. Speaking ill, speaking of ills and misfortunes, criticizing forms of religion, over-familiarity of all occasions. So guys, that's it. That's the list. The list, of course, is available on thearseniobuckshow.com if you want to check that out. But this is very important. When I heard this and I read this, I was like, ooh, I had this. Ooh, I might have a little bit of that. Oh, no. Ooh, ee, ee. And, you know, when I become aware, then I can fix things. And these could be easy fixes. Sometimes they could be maybe a weekly fix, a monthly fix. It might, not, it might take a year to fix some of these things. But now you're consciously aware of areas that need fixing in over for in order for you to be a tactful person. So, with that being said, guys, hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm your host. Again, this is like a coaching a coaching session and whatnot, but not really. But we should probably do a follow up on that. But if you guys have any questions, let me know. I would love to do a follow up in terms of that, guys. Again, thank you so much. I'm your host, Arsenio. As usual, over and out.